Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this is the Porpoise Pod. Porpoise Pod. It's a podcast with a purpose. All dolphins, all the time. Touchdown! Now, here's your host, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solana. Welcome on in, everybody, to another edition of the Porpoise Pod. Brendan Tobin here with you alongside my Porpin co-host, Alejandro Solana. Man, it's the offseason, dude. It's a little bit sad. We got playoffs coming up, and the Dolphins aren't in anymore. Moves are happening. How are you feeling, man? Are you back from Buffalo? Yeah, yeah, finally. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm I'm starting to reflect on the season. Told me, I don't know how you feel, but the more and more I think about it, I'm, I'm still frustrated about the way that they lost, but I am feeling hopeful for the future, you know? I, I, I The more and more I'm reflecting on the season, um, I, I tend to – take away more positives than I do negatives when you kind of balance everything that went on. So, I mean, it sucks. I, I wish I was going to Kansas city this weekend. Uh, I wish Tua was healthy, but um, yeah, it is what it is. Right. I mean, they got into the playoffs, something that we haven't done in six years. So I, I still, I can still appreciate that. Yeah. I think our initial feelings when it happened was right. I feel like, you know, getting in was important. I felt like it put a nice bow on a on a season that was mostly good. That certainly had a a disappointing ending to it, a disappointing last month and a half. But getting in and and showing the performance that they did, I thought was was important. I thought they took good steps, and I think for a a mostly young team, I think it's important. I think the only thing that's unfortunate is that your young quarterback didn't get a chance to be in that kind of a game with heavy stakes. But Jalen Waddle. We saw had a bit of the yips early on, kind of got it going. You know, Christian Wilkins gets that experience. Zach Sealer gets that experience. Holland gets that experience. So I think all in all, that's McDaniel gets that experience, quite frankly. So all of that stuff is uh, is very positive from the from the standpoint of at least getting in and really showing the guts. They showed the guts. They they, they did, you know, I, and, and, you know, the, the Bills got lucky. Let's be honest. They got lucky. And they're, they're, they're waltzing in there this week against Cincinnati. And uh, I don't know. I feel like they're going to get smoked. I really do. I feel like the jig is Me up too. on them. Me too, man. Me too. If I took away anything from that game, it's that Josh Allen, he's he's not ready for the prime time yet. He's not ready for the big time, Tobin. He's not ready for it. And I know all the, you know, on YouTube, all the Bills fans come over to our pod and they, they try to take any sort of motivation that they can. It, it, take this That's right great. here. You're, you're Josh Allen, you guys have second or third round loss written all over you again this season. I mean, if Skylar Thompson could put up 31 on you, just wait. Just wait. 
I'm with you, dude. Um, but no, I'm with you. All in all, it was a uh, it was a good season and uh, disappointing ending. And uh, I think it's a fascinating offseason we're going into. I, I, you know, it's crazy thinking about where we were a year ago because we were stunned by the Flores news. I don't <laughs> quite remember when he dropped the lawsuit. It wasn't very far after the surprise. Right. But that really, you know, set up what was a, a wild offseason for Miami that led to Mike McDaniel. And I don't feel like it's going to be quite as dramatic, although obviously we'll get into the news of the day in just a bit. But this, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like they I feel like they could just tweak some things rather than what's going to be a, a monster overhaul. This time last year, I think we were all saying hardball. Yep. Like that, that's kind of where, where everybody thought immediately the Dolphins were going that direction. Um, remember, McDaniel doesn't get hired for a while last year. Like he was one of the last head coaching vacancies to get filled. The Dolphins were with yep. Mike McDaniel. Um, I think the Flores lawsuit may, may have had something to do with it as well. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm with you. I, I really, I think this offseason, I, I heard Crowder say today, that it's maybe Chris Greer's most important offseason. I mean, you could argue that every year, right? So I, I don't put too much stock into which one's his most important offseason. But I will say, Tobin, considering the cap situation, considering the fact that you feel like you're there, you feel like you're on the cusp of a a, a contending team, right? Like th- you could make the argument that this one's as important as ever in terms of you, you're almost there. Now you just, you have to, to figure it out one more step and complete this build. And, and that could be the hardest step really to get to. I I see where you and Crowder are coming from. First of all, I don't think Chris Greer is ever getting fired. I feel like he's got, <laughs> he's, he's the Teflon Don. He he's got uh job security forever in Dolphins land. And what has been a, a, a turnstile of change in this franchise, he stays strong. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, I honestly feel like it comes so much down to is their QB going to be healthy? Is he going to recover from this? Okay. Can everybody just, can all the doll fans deal with it? Can the owner deal with the noise of this off season? Because I thought that Chris Greer and Mike McDaniel, Mike after the game, Chris on the Monday after, I thought they both came out very strong with support for their quarterback, which I liked. It's just a matter of, can Steven Ross just go with that narrative? Can he just go forward and not listen to Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady, Derek Carr? Like, can he just ignore the ghost? And can they have the faith in this guy who I acknowledge has durability problems and has had many of things flare up for him? Can they get past that and stay the course to steal a Spo term? And feel like if he is good, will be good, and that this is going to be a divisional contender and a team that can make a little bit of a playoff run next year. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I th- I think a lot of it. You had brought this up to me a couple weeks ago uh, when we were talking about Tua maybe coming back after the concussion against Green Bay. How much Stephen Ross's age plays into this? 82, yeah. 83 years old. Oh. Um, he's and and to be fair, he's put. He's invested a lot of resources, a lot of money into this organization. He wants to see it all come to fruition. He wants to see it all pay off. Absolutely. So I, I, I think also an element to this is not only durability with Tua, 
but the backlash that will come with him being your starting quarterback next season if he goes down again. Sure, because it's a, it is. It's it's a PR nightmare if it, even if it's week seventeen next season, right? Tua plays sixteen weeks, no head injuries, he plays well. Dolphins are happy with the decision, but week seventeen, Tua goes down with a concussion. Beyond the, the football narrative questions, right? Which is here we go again. He's going to miss the most important part of the season again. Beyond that, it becomes now this huge moral scandal where CNN sure. and all the major outlets, on top of the sports world, have a microscope on you once again, questioning your, you know, your your commitment to player safety by allowing Tua to go out there. So I think that that plays a huge part in this situation because. While Chris Greer and Mike McDaniel may be doing what I thought they were going to do, by the way, which was come out and just show a strong support for Tua Tungavailoa, how much is this organization committed to having to deal with that? Where every time he takes a hit, it's not just, oh no, is he going to be okay? Oh no, what do we do now in terms of a replacement? It's, hey, do you guys care about this guy? Because you right. keep putting him out there. It's not only that, but it's like, you know, now it's it's like you don't know what hit it is anymore. It's very obvious when he's yeah. wobbling. It's obviously very obvious when he's getting stretched off the field. It's not so obvious when dude on Twitter just finds him. And now everything <laughs> is going to be broken down to be the guy who can find the hit. And then can you really analyze two a games anymore? Or do we all have to take it with a caveat? Well, maybe he was concussed in that game. It's weird. I was talking to uh, we were we had a uh, Gilbert Burns on today, who is a UFC welterweight. And he's a big Dolphins fan. He's become a very big Dolphins fan. Been a South Floridian for a very long time, but he obviously gets hit in the head for a living. And he was very – we had him on – it's funny having him on – we've had him on twice pretty recently. We had him on very af recently after the Cincinnati thing, and he was like, it's going to be fine. He's going to you – know, hyperbaric chamber. He had all these methods. And then we had him on today, and he goes – I got to be honest with you. Now I'm kind of nervous. And, like, I think we should go get Tom Brady. And, you know, he's not, like, a guy in the nitty-gritty of it all. He's, you know, obviously trying to get to a UFC uh, title and all that. So he's just kind of watching from the outskirts. And he's just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I trust, you know, this whole thing. with He honestly was like, I think he should take a lot of time off, which he thankfully has. I mean, technically, you could have to uh, not take a hit for nine months if you wanted to, um, the way they went, you know, the way they could go about it. But. Yeah, it's a big question. For me, it's the biggest question. You know, I think for everything else, you know, additions on the O-line, cool. Christian Wilkins getting his extension, cool. Gusecki back or not, cool. But this is the biggest thing. It's it, it, it's hard to, and I know, it, you know, and I'm not saying it's a hard decision. I believe in the guy. I want to see him do good, but I think it really does come down to that. Are the Dolphins going to be good next year? Okay, tell me how many games Tua plays. That's what I feel like it comes down to. And um, and I think that probably annoys some fans and, and, and maybe doesn't sit well with some fans. But I I genuinely feel that way. I, I just feel like if he is good to go and he can give you, you know, hell, 14 games next year, I feel like the Dolphins are in such a better place than they are than uh, than they are. If you only can get 12 from him. I've seen the argument from both sides where I've seen somebody say, I'm not going to trust Tua being our franchise quarterback until he can play two to three seasons and complete them without getting hurt, then mm -hmm. I will have the trust. Well, nobody has time to wait three seasons from now, first and foremost. But I've also seen the other argument, which is this isn't a knee injury. This isn't his hip injury that's flared up again. 
you know, it, it it is possible that Tua plays every season now for the next, or sorry, every snap for the next eight seasons of his career and doesn't suffer another concussion. Like, that is possible, right? This isn't uh, a shoulder injury where every time he gets hit on the shoulder, he's going to feel that pain and it may keep him out. This isn't, you know, whatever. It, it's not a, a muscle. It's not a tendon. So it, it is very hard to navigate because Tobin, like, you just don't know. He, yeah. he could play next season and the following and the following and not suffer a concussion. Like, he could get hit and it just doesn't affect him that way because it is like it's so random, I think, uh, at this point. So, um, like, I, I'm just glad I don't have to make the decision, bro, because I, I, don't, I don't know what I would do. I'm with you. I like to, uh, I think this season we had the most fun we've had watching Dolphins football in forever. He was the most vital part of that, him and Tyree Kill. And I think you saw this season, if he's healthy, you can be a legitimate force just Absolutely. based off, off what you saw. Like, I'm, I'm with you there, and I want him to succeed. We said it. We like him. Everybody's saying, man, he's such a good kid. Yeah, but he is a good kid. I can't help it. But, he's just so yeah. adorable. I just want to pinch his cheeks. But can he stay healthy? I don't know. I can't answer that question. So, uh, like, I, I wouldn't – I don't mind the Dolphins – doing their due diligence and looking looking for a, a replacement if it's an upgrade miss me with the brady stuff like i i, I i'm sick of it miss yeah. me with the Derek Carr stuff i'm sorry like look at this guy's numbers this year and you can talk about the injuries to the raiders like to me paying Derek Carr what he's going to have to get paid isn't worth it because he's not like a major upgrade so nah. you want to talk to me about lamar fine you want to talk to me about Aaron Rodgers? If 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 you can make the the numbers work, I don't think you could. But if you could, fine. But you want to talk to me about Derek Carr and Tom Brady? Jimmy or Garoppolo? G? Yeah. yeah get Lamar Jackson is legitimately the only guy I would be like. All right, I'm excited. Like, I, 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 Lamar's an awesome. It's a cool story. Yeah. He's elite. He's won an MVP. I get the concerns there too. Don't get me get wrong. Lamar's not without his own concerns. Most of them physical. Hasn't um, finished. Hasn't finished a season in three years. Three consecutive seasons hasn't been healthy yeah. at this point of the season. He so has, it, it's the yeah. same. It's the same thing. He's got his own issues for sure. But at least if you're gonna, at least if you did that, I would be like, all right, I respect the home run cut. I I respect yeah. at least you're gonna go. You don't know about the, the the knees. You're hopeful that you can roll the dice. And we know Chris Greer is a guy who basically admitted this week. He's like, I don't, you know, injury concerns. I'm going to go for talent. That's what I go for. So, yeah, I'm with you, dude. If it's going to happen, you better go get you better go get me a superstar because, you know, Tua is a star. Like, I think that it, it's there's still proof. There's still stuff that's there's still meat on that bone that has to get figured out. But. You know, as far as national relevance, the Dolphins have never been more nationally relevant. It's not because of Tyree Kill, although he helps, but it's Tua. And and I do think, you know, Dolphins on a wait list for the first time in a long time for season tickets. I think that's because of Uno. I think that's because of him. So it's an interesting thing. But uh, we will take a break here on the Porpoise Pod. When we come back, the news of the day. Dolphins making a little switch on the coaching staff. Josh Boyer giving his walking papers. We get into that on the Porpoise Pod. Swimming on after this. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. 
Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Porpoise Pod swimming on here. Tobin and Solana, first edition of the offseason as we have gathered around. Picked a good day to uh, record this, Solana, as we got the news today. Josh Boyer was handed his walking papers. He is no longer defensive coordinator of the Miami Dolphins. How surprised are you? This is the move that uh, Mike McDaniel went with. <laughs> Boyer had his had his stuff packed uh, <laughs> before before the Buffalo trip. <laughs> he he had his his entire office set up to go before the Buffalo trip. I I can assure you that. Uh, remember his comments, his last media availability before Buffalo or before the Jets when it wasn't certain if the Dolphins would make the playoffs. Uh, I remember him saying like he got into a long response from one of the uh the media members basically saying like i'll be fine you know whatever happens happens i'll land on my feet and it it didn't even sound like he was saying it out of spite he was just saying whatever happens happens i think the writing was on the wall no matter what the dolphins defense did i mean they kept doing that game against buffalo right mcdaniel wants to pick his own guy yeah i think i'm with you i think that has more of it to do than anything and i i don't even fault them for going the direction they did he was a young head coach. He was taking over a team and going to call the plays on offense. Um, so he's adjusting to a new job and a new responsibility because he didn't call plays in San Francisco. And you had a defense that you believed in the talent and you were keeping most of it around. I actually think it was a pretty sound idea to keep him around. Um, but yeah, if it didn't take a step forward and it kind of took a step back, some of it based on injuries, we all kind of saw it coming. I don't think that this little rally at the end was going to save him. I mean, unless they were going to turn into like, you know, the killer bees or something like that by the end of it. Uh, and he was going to have, you know, Kim Bokever's giant forearms, you know, shutting everybody out. I'm fine with it. I think that uh, it, it's not, I, I think it mostly just comes down to, yeah, let Mike McDaniel pick his guy, let him pick his staff. And uh, I think that if, you know, some of the rumors of Vic Fangio are, are true, that's a, that's an upgrade. The guy's a good defense Thanks. coordinator, Thanks, Thanks, dude. Baby. Uh, I'm with you. Um, and and to be fair, like I'm not gonna sit here and pretend to know any everything about Vic Fangio. I just love calling him Fangs. Me too. So I'm I'm 100 in. Tobin, there's a play that stands out to me, and uh, we were talking about it today on the show. You're in LA, oh. and it's third and 17, third and goal, but the Chargers are backed up on the 17 yard line. And he puts the entire secondary on the goal line. And the Chargers run a play, and he doesn't recognize what's coming. It's like a little shovel pass or a screen pass. They end up getting to, like, the four-yard line. So now they're in position to go for it on fourth down right before the half, and they end up scoring a touchdown. Sometimes things just run, run its course. I think Mike McDaniel walked into the locker room after that play, after that series, and said, this guy's gone. 
Like yeah. that can't happen. Some that can't go down at this point of the season at, at it versus this team in LA. It just can't happen. So I, I just I had a feeling this defense underperformed for most of the season. And uh and I'm I like I think I had told you I felt like a lot of people were using Boyer as a scapegoat. Like, oh, fire Josh Boyer. That'll fix everything. And to me, it doesn't make sense. I'm not pinning the five-game losing streak on the defense or Boyer. Uh, but I just think if you had to grade one – if you had to grade Boyer and the defense throughout the season, you're not giving them higher than a B-. minus, And that's being that's me being nice. Well, you're grading on a curve, too, because of all the injuries. That's why. Like, True. you're giving him somewhat of a pass because he had to deal with Brandon Jones and Agba and Byron Jones and all these guys being out. Uh, I just think that if you're Mike McDaniel and you were saying, hey, let's just try this out. But if you want, I'm sure it was even a discussion like, hey, like if you don't like this the first year, you can make a change. And, you know, we had the whole thing with uh, bro, get it effing fixed. And there was, there was that leak from my uh, Barry Jackson that said he didn't even do anything. He just popped his head in the meetings like you don't like that leaking out. And I think that doesn't leak out if not everybody there is uh, if everybody there is your guy, it's probably more of a tight knit ship. So, uh, yeah, I think it's only natural. And I think that for him, I think if you're Mike McDaniel, you look at it and say, like, this guy was fine. He wasn't he wasn't anything special. You know, we get it. You're aggressive. You like to blitz. But I think also you probably look and say, my owner will spend on anybody. If I can go get a guy with the experience of Fangio or whoever, they're going to come here. This isn't like Daryl Bevel, who's turning down commanders and Jets jobs because it's a lame duck situation with bum quarterbacks. What defensive coordinator who does have credentials wouldn't want to come to a situation with a team that was in the playoffs that has all of this talent. And that's the thing that I think you look at, you're like the individual talent. We look around Wilkins and Chubb and JP and sealer and Xavier Howard healthy and Holland. Like if you're a defensive guy, how do you not look at this and say, Oh, this is a great gig. So I think that also goes into it. It's not only that I can get my own guy, but I feel like I have a good situation. that's going to be attractive because one, I have a lot of talent. And two, I have an owner that will spare no expense. You have an undrafted rookie cornerback who was arguably the best cornerback on the team this season. And you have Xavier Howard. Like, I mean, you, you literally, all those guys you mentioned, and then some. And then you're getting back Brandon Jones, who was having a breakout season. Yep. Um, who knows if Nick Needham will be back. I know, you know, I mean, he, nobody's jumping out of their chair for Nick Needham, but he's another solid guy. Solid, like, he's solid. Solid. Yeah. He's a guy you, you want. He's, he's the third quarterback you want on your roster to kind of just carry you through games. Uh, I'm with you, man. Like who wouldn't look at this, at this situation and be like, sign me the bleep up right now to go be in Miami. And, and really like a fun head coach doesn't look like he's going to be in your face, grilling you just like a, an easy work environment, you know, with Mike McDaniel. I like the idea of him and Fangs together, though. I feel like Fangs is the opposite, you know? Because if you're like, you know, if you're the hipster, cool, young guy, Fangs is trying to tell you some old-school football ways. <laughs> That's how that goes. He's coming with the wisdom. Josh McDaniel, uh, Mike McDaniel, excuse me. I Shame on me for getting that wrong. Wow. Mike McDaniel said in his uh, release, he says, I'm grateful for Josh's contributions this year and throughout his tenure with the Dolphins. The defense made strides through the season. So coming to the decision was not easy. Why? 
But ultimately, I feel it was the best in the long-term interest of the Miami Dolphins and the continued growth of our players and team, end quote. And, uh, oh, yeah, uh, Boyer, all your little uh, – your crew. Hit the bricks. Hit the bricks, too. Yeah, hit, hit the, the bricks, bricks, dude. All, all of you. Uh, besides Boyer, did you feel like – I don't know if you saw Mike Gusecki's, uh letter. Yeah. Did you feel like he was basically saying goodbye? Yeah, he knows he's gone, too. Yep. He knows he knows his time in Miami is donezo, and uh, the the weird one was uh, Morstead. Do you see Morstead? Uh kind of. What did you know, What's I, I like? I kind of half read it because he's a punter. Like, who cares? But <laughs> what did he? Uh, what did he he's say like, that stood out to you? It was just. It was very Gasicki esque, where it was uh, this big thank you to the Miami fan base and the community and the coaching staff and the trainers and. And he said, I don't know, basically, I don't know what the future holds, but I always hold this time in, in Miami, you know, very close to my heart or so, something along those lines. Um, I don't remember word for word, but it just sounded, it sounded like he was saying a, a goodbye almost. I and do it's like, like, hey, Morstead, relax. We, hey, we like you. Like, you're not Gasicki. We like you. We're, we, we want you to stay stick around, bro. It is funny. I don't know who, like, I've seen many people say this on Twitter. It's like, once you know the iPhone notes come out, you know it's over. Yeah. Like that's like, uh, you know what? It's not, nobody has a uh, stationary anymore. It's just like, let me write this out of my iPhone and put this out there. Then and, two it's, pages. and it's not Perfect. just, it, it's four screenshots. And right. it's like, I, I don't want to read all that. You're right. You're a punter. Why am I reading all this? Oh, uh, the first page of Gusecki's, I was like, oh, all right. I came <laughs> down here and I first caught a pass against the okay. Titans. I'm like, all right, dude. And thanking Ryan Fitzpatrick, like enough of him already. Grow up. Yeah. Seriously, you know that being said, if you do come back rooting for you, dude, like that's you know, that's our guy, that's our guy, <laughs> that's our guy, but yeah, he's not okay. coming back. No, he's shot. gonna be a patriot. Oh, he has he has New England or New York Jet written oh, all over him, it's gonna be very all annoying. over him, very annoying. We're gonna say, ah, oh, can't block for bleep, and we're gonna laugh at him when he uh, when Christian Wilkins just throws him over his shoulder. I do want him as a new as a in the AFCs because it will give him two opportunities to rip McDaniel next year, and I oh. I so want that I so want that just you know let's get a little bad blood going here if we can make little it Fusky. make it interesting yeah, yeah. little Fuski let's let, let's let's get it going look he was a good it is, in all honesty I don't feel like he's leaving on bad bad terms while I don't feel like he was thrilled he did play the good soldier he didn't do much of the ripping in the media. Uh, he did say out, out the door after the season, he goes, what am I looking for? I'm looking for an opportunity. But it's one of those where I feel like everybody just acknowledges, like, he doesn't play to the coach's style. And, you know, he's looking for a better fit. They're both looking for a better fit. That's okay. Sometimes it doesn't work. And I think for the most part, he's a pretty popular Dolphin. People like Mike Kosecki. They dug Mike Kosecki. Uh, I could have done without him, you know, kissing Fitzpatrick's ass on the way out. But other than that, you know, pretty solid guy. Yeah, no, I, I don't have any, truthfully, no, I don't think anybody has any bad blood with Mike Gesicki. I guess you could be the guy that, that says, hey, if you would have learned how to block, if you would have put more effort into blocking, but bro, he's a, he's a wide receiver. You yeah, know, you, you can't, you, you can't just one training camp become Durham Smite and Alec Ingold. It doesn't work that way. Like you, no, you're, it, he's a wide receiver. Period. And and not only that, he's it, it's odd. It's like you either have that in you or you don't. I feel like because he's a big guy. I mean, he's very he's very intimidating looking. If you've ever 
been near Mike Gusecki, but it's just not his deal. He's not, that's not his game. I don't know why he can't be George Kittle. I don't know why he can't be Travis Kelsey, but he can't. Tobin, the way I look at it, like you can either be a guy that'll pick up an iguana or you can't. You see an iguana and you're going to go pick it up because Mm -hmm. you're a man. Like you're a man's man. I see an iguana and I'm running away because I'm the complete opposite of a man's man. So I I, I feel like it's the same thing. I saw a giant orange one today outside my yard, but it was right out the fence. And so Sonny Bunny, my dog, was like going to go after it. Man's man with the dog named Sonny Bunny. Uh, and I was like, damn it. I'm like, if that thing was on the other fence, we would have had that. Me and her, we would have we would have pounced on it and, and gotten that one. I really love getting the orange ones. You trained your dog to help you hunt iguanas. Pretty much. It was a natural instinct. I think she's just she's just got it in her. But. Yeah, she turns those things into pin cushions. It's 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 a wild thing. It, there's Incredible. too many of them, dude. It's 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 Incredible. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, all right, man. That is uh, the news of the day. That is our porpoise pod, ladies and gents. Uh, hope everybody has a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.